The Water Values Podcast, Session 17. Welcome to the Water Values Podcast. This is the podcast dedicated to water utilities, resources, treatment, reuse, and all things water. Now here's your host, Dave McGimsey. Hello and welcome to another session of the Water Values Podcast. Thanks for joining me. What a great weekend it was. I was fortunate enough to be up in the mountains this weekend and we went whitewater rafting on the Eagle River right by Vale. It was a terrific experience with lots of water from the above average Rocky Mountain snowpack runoff. It was just a great experience. If you haven't whitewater rafted during the high season, get a trip booked because it was awesome. Well, now on to today's program. We're talking with Steve Behrens, the CEO of Clear Comfort Water LLC. WaterTech has been on my list of topics for a long time, and my friend Nick Rancis, who has the coolest title, Chief Water Officer of Clear Comfort, introduced me to Steve. Clear Comfort holds the worldwide license for a water disinfection product that replaces chlorine treatment in pools and spas. That's just one of the applications, but Steve provides a very interesting look into the WaterTech space and presents an interesting look at water treatment, especially in that pool and spa space. All in all, I think you really find the interview with Steve interesting and a glimpse into what water treatment might look like in the future. Also, please remember to listen all the way through to the end for the all-important disclaimer. With that said, let's get on with it. Open the valves, fasten your seatbelts, and here we go. Well, Steve, thanks very much for coming on to the Water Values Podcast. Greatly appreciate your time. I know you're a very busy man. Um, to start off with, why don't you tell us a little about your background and how you got interested in or how you got into the water space. Sure. Yeah, it's uh, for me, I came in through a, a side door. I came in through the clean tech side of the world. Um, that's how we basically got introduced to the clear comfort technology in terms of, of what it could do for mostly for swimming pools and spas. And I came from a place where uh, in the clean tech world, I had been managing a group called the Energy Fellows Institute. And we, uh, well, I was lucky enough to be introduced to this technology and really caught my eye and I thought it's very unique. It has not only a clean tech aspect to it, but a very strong water aspect. Uh, let's, let's pan back a little bit and talk about water tech in general. Uh, could you give us just kind of some rough guidelines as to where the current state of water tech is? Sure. I, it's, I think it's getting lots and lots of attention for good reason because it's been neglected for so long. Um, I think most of the people have taken for granted that water comes out of a tap or gets processed after we use it or it is uh, just there and it's ubiquitous. And I think uh, a lot of people have realized, wait a minute, there's a lot of things going on there. And uh, whether it's scarcity or other issues, uh, it's driven a lot of attention to it and, uh, and in turn a lot of innovation. And so where we see most of that targeted is is what most people are calling impact areas now impact investing things like that where that's kind of the intersection of uh clean tech and business where there's actually a business focus to it and and that's very much where clear comfort sees its role in this space as well why don't you give us a broader um just overview of what exactly clear comfort is and what it does sure there's there's a lot of things called advanced oxidation uh, now, and advanced oxidation is basically a way of uh, treating the, the disinfection of water with, with more uh, current technology and tools. Uh, a lot of those have to do with ozone or UV or other 
methods. We have a unique way of doing that, which uh, we produce hydroxyls and hydroxyl radicals, which provides very, very strong disinfection. And then uh, we have a follow-on amount of hydrogen peroxide created, and we do all this without having to cart chemicals around. Uh, we do this by processing air uh, with a uh, with a treatment of UV and magnetism, and the two of those together create a very strong one-two punch of oxidizers coming from hydroxyl radicals as well as sustained uh, residual kill from uh, the hydrogen peroxide that is formed in the water. In the various market segments for for water tech. Where, where do you see clear comfort fitting in there? We are mostly a uh, processing platform for sanitizing and disinfecting swimming in, in pool, uh, swimming pools and spas. That is our primary uh, focus, and that is where we uh, stay. So it's it's on the kind of on the edge of the water uh, space, but everything we do has to do with water. So. Sure, sure. You mentioned that swimming pools and spas were your primary target areas. How does the Clear Comfort product, you know, how are those industries used the Clear Comfort product? Well, right now we're we're new to the space and we're just entering. Today we have about 20 to 30 uh, installed locations and we did those mostly in stealth mode. The the way that pools and spas use this is if you're a commercial pool vendor, uh, you're using this by by reducing the amount of chlorine you put in the pool and providing a better oxidative kill with clear comfort uh, and also killing bugs that chlorine no longer kills. So uh, there's many facets to what we do. That's the primary way in a commercial or public pool. In a residential pool, we eliminate chlorine and we make it so that the swimming experience is much more pleasant. You don't have the red eyes and itchy skin, um, and you have clean, clear water. Okay. You know, my son would probably appreciate that. He's on the swim team now and getting up uh, in the mornings and going going uh, swimming, you know, however many laps they're forced to swim. Or <laughs> but, well, so not, I'm not to scare you, but the one of the biggest challenges in swimming pools is – uh, there have been many studies on this, and some are referenced on our website at clearcomfort.com, is uh, the tie between the chlorine and the chloramine specifically formed from chlorine and uh, asthma in lifeguards and, uh, and swimmers uh, in terms of uh, swimmers who put a lot of time in the water. So it's a real problem. There are real health issues that are coming out of this and are being documented now. And that's one of the areas that we are making a big impact. Uh, in terms of of the market that you're looking to to get into, I mean, wh- what are the barriers to adoption of of the Clear Comfort product? Right now, it's just educating people. I believe that that how this works, the fact that it is a process that um, is not just a process we've invented. We've just produced a better way of delivering that process to the pool water. Uh, this, the, the process itself is a, a really done every day. The air we breathe is cleaned with the same process of hydroxyl uh, radicals kill, killing off and cleaning up our air once air gets past our ozone layer. It actually uh, gets exposed to UV radiation from the sun. It 
gets exposed to magnetism in the Earth's atmosphere, and those two things create hydroxyl radicals, which kill things like methane and other things. So what we're doing is very, very similar to uh, what's done in the natural world. We've just taken it and put it into a, uh, a box that uh, is a couple feet tall, and, and uh, we put that directly in the pool and use the same technology. Okay, that was that was going to be my next question: is what does the Clear Comfort product look like? So it's 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 a box. That's what? How how big is this? And it's it's a right now our commercial unit is about two feet tall and about a foot and a half wide, and it's six inches deep and mounts on a wall very easily. Uh, it has a power cord coming out of it and a uh, uh, piece of uh, quarter inch. Uh, tubing coming out, and that goes into in a, what's called a, a Venturi injector, which is very similar. In fact, the same thing that's used on hot tubs uh, for ozone injection. Hmm. And how how large of a volume pool will one of these boxes service? Right now, the commercial size pool goes up to about 250,000 gallons, which is about a, the size of a um, a 25 meter lap pool. We also have units that will go even larger than that, that we uh, can configure for customers uh, who want to go up to larger pools or even water parks. The, the technology also scales downwardly very well. And in the fall, we'll be doing a broad launch of a residential product. Today, we're doing limited release with our commercial product in the residential space. And those people who are interested in that, we'd be happy to entertain them as part of our limited release program, which is available just by filling out an information contact form on our website at clearcomfort.com. Okay. Besides getting clean water, are there any other benefits as to why someone would use your product? Yes, actually, there's a lot. The In the commercial space, the per commercial and public pools like rec centers and uh, city pools and things like that have uh, a tremendous problem with chlorine-resistant organisms. The, the chlorine-resistant organisms are tending to cause a, uh, a huge amount of concern because it would take chlorine on the order of 10 days to kill some of these organisms at normal chlorine levels. This is causing a, a huge amount of problems in, in the pool space, and the only solutions right now are very, very expensive. That's one area. The other is ease of management. This technology can cut down the amount of toxic chemicals that these commercial pool operators have to manage, and that's a tremendous burden on them. Uh, there's material safety data sheet issues with every batch of chemical they buy. Um, there's just a, an amazing amount of... of behind-the-scenes activity that goes on to dose water with chemicals, and, and we reduce that greatly in the commercial space. Probably the biggest thing is what people say when they swim in a clear comfort pool, and that is it's just a far better swimming experience. You don't have the smell, taste, or feel from chlorine. You have uh, very clean and uh, almost silk-like water to swim in. So from a commercial pool perspective, that's a much better patron experience as you switch to the residential market, that's why they bought a pool was to enjoy it. And, and so uh, in the residential pools, there's been a very strong pull and we're moving as quickly as possible to satisfy the demand from residential pools. The, the simpler 
method of managing the pool means you don't have to balance chemicals all day long uh, or worry about it or wonder if it was done properly. The system works whenever the pump is on and uh, does a uh, very good job at cleaning the water, but also keeping it um, simple to do. The last thing is obviously nobody likes the irritation from chlorine. Nobody likes the risk when it's overdosed and all those pieces are beneficial benefits to what we provide. Sure. It's interesting. You were talking about um, not having to mess with the chemicals and all that. How, once the clear comfort product is installed, how long until the water is safe? I and mean, how long does it take to cycle through all, all that water? Well, generally speaking, our system takes one cycle of the pump uh, circulating the water. Most pools are designed to have that circulation between six and 12 hours. Okay. So within that time, uh, the pool is, is safe. Most of the pools we're going in, we're replacing chlorine systems, so they're really safe from the minute we're installed. Uh, the chlorine starts to, to degrade and disappear as we replace that with our, our uh, clear comfort system. Okay. Are there other applications besides the pool? Did you just target the pool industry because it's it's right there in front of you? Are there other applications? And what I'm specifically looking at is drinking water. Right. Well, there's so the the technology was developed by another company. We have the worldwide exclusive license for pools and spas and water features. The drinking water is a potential solution, but uh, with any technology, both our company, Clear Comfort, as well as our, our licensing company, have really no, not the ability to go after large, broad markets. As a startup, we're very focused on what we do, and, and so we believe the pools and spas market is a huge opportunity for us. Uh, in itself, it's a $5 billion market. It's a uh, $2 billion uh, annuity market, and so there's plenty of uh, activity to go on there. The, the drinking water space is an important area, but again, just takes time and resource to go after it. Sure. Uh, just for those of, of, of us who aren't necessarily in, in the business arena, uh, could you explain what an annuity market is? Sure. That just means that a, in, in certain cases, so I'll give an example. For our commercial customers, instead of capitalizing our equipment, they prefer to rent our equipment. Um, and that makes it easier for them because we're just part of their normal, some, you know, replace the chemical budget with a clear comfort budget and they get a better solution overall. That would be considered an annuity stream, something they pay every month uh, versus something that would be a one-time purchase and then uh, you, you would pay maintenance costs, things like that. Um, what a lot of our customers like about the rental system is it's a predictable bill it's the same every month and it does a complete job. And so that for us, we recognize that as annuity revenue versus sales of a unit. In the residential market, we'll sell those units because those customers um, prefer that model. Sure. Okay. Um, what, what's the difference in cost between a chlorine treated pool and a clear comfort unit treated pool? So it's a kind of a big question because so many pools are so different. But in, in terms of just in general, kind of uh, easy to get your, your arms around the, the concept, roughly a pool like a 25-meter lap pool could cost on the order of $500 to $800 a month in chlorine cost. 
we should reduce that by two thirds. So roughly saving them two thirds of their chlorine cost. In addition though, we add the value of giving a better patron experience, which should improve their revenue stream from people coming to the facility. And it should also improve their uptime of their pool because our disinfection works faster in, uh, in times when the pool uh, has been soiled. Sure. <laughs> and that, that's one of the areas that uh, makes us a better solution overall. Yeah, could you get, get into that uh, issue where the pool has been soiled? Uh, sure. Uh, it's, in, in the industry, they refer to it as code brown. Yeah. <laughs> and there's a protocol that all pools follow for patron safety. Uh, I'm very impressed because when you look at the pool professionals that are out there, uh, they really are very diligent in this area. And um, But the, the requirement for chlorine to kill, let's say, cryptosporidium is a very long time for shocking the pool and then waiting for that shock value, shock with lots of chlorine. So you take a toxic chemical and you put lots more of it in there and uh, you get a, a kill factor that's elevated uh, and but it takes a day, day and a half before they can reopen the pool. And and that's something that uh, we can shorten that time frame, but also something we provide a more effective kill for the organisms like cryptosporidium. Cryptosporidium is a real nasty bug and, and people are trying to figure out better ways to deal with it. We we are one of those ways. Okay. Uh, let, let's backtrack a little bit. You had mentioned that you're the exclusive licensee for pools and spas for the clear comfort technology. In in the water tech space generally, the whole intellectual proper thing, property uh, issue is interesting to me. How, what's the market like for the for the IP? Um, I think it's strong once it's applied. IP in general is a a very good defense mechanism in my mind. Um, where where you create value with IP is when you deliver it and, and provide a solution to customers. And, and that's really the focus here of the clear comfort system. Uh, we, we have been able to get have investors who have the wisdom to see and look ahead and say, this is something that we want to apply to the market, not just sell the IP. So Aravipa Ventures has been a tremendous partner in helping us get off the ground and really are involved in in everything we do in a very positive way. And and one of those things is their commitment towards not just leveraging IP for their own profit, but leveraging it for an impact in the market. And, uh, and, and that's something that makes it very appealing for myself, for our employees and our team, who we know we're doing something that matters to people and, and, and we are making an impact. And, and that's where the IP in the end matters. Uh, to us. Uh, generally speaking, the IP is only worth what we make it to be worth. Good answer. Good answer. Uh, well, let's talk about uh, bringing the, the technology to market and the adoption. What, what all goes into that? How, how do you, um, you know, how, how do you get your message out? How do you get people finding out about your, your water tech? There's, there's really three steps. And one of the things that I've found with this, uh, with, with this opportunity and the space is that the notion of being able to provide the solution we provide gets people's attention very quickly. 
we haven't had to tell people, um, you know, in in five or ten times, here's what we do. Usually, the first time somebody hears about what we want, what we do, they want to learn more, and usually, very quickly, they want to try it out. Um, that's that's been a huge benefit for what we've done. In from a how we bring it to market, there are really three key areas that we focus on. The the first of which is the commercial space. That's unique in that the people there are are pool operators who have either businesses to run or uh, responsibility to the public, and or both. And so that's one segment of the market that we we talk to, and we do that on really a direct one by one basis, as well as we use uh, a dealer network. The second that we uh, we do is the residential market, and we're mostly focused there on going through pool professionals, service companies, as well as uh, pool builders. Those are the people who are most interested in what we have, and that covers kind of the the retrofit market as well as the new new pool market. And then the third market we'll go after, but we're not focused on right now, is the spa and hot tub manufacturers uh, who want to integrate this into the spas and hot tubs they ship. Okay. I Curious, can can one unit be like interconnected between the pool and say a, a, a spa or a jacuzzi that's, or a hot tub that's nearby or do you, do they need separate units? It's actually um, a lot of in-ground spas and pools when they're tied together are on one system Okay, already. So that, that, that actually is fine. Uh, generally speaking, we, we use one, one of our systems for every pump used in the, in, in the pool. Um, and if there's more than one pump for one body of water, we still only need one unit. Okay. Interesting. Um, well, let's take it to the next level and talk about some of the challenges in water tech adoption. You've kind of identified the, the market segments you're going after and how you're bringing it to market. What are some of the challenges uh, that come along with, with breaking into the markets? I, I think in general, it's not unlike other markets. Uh, there's a lot of archaic policies that were developed, some of them in the pool space going all the way back to the 1910s, mm-hmm. uh, where that was the standard of the day and that was what was used to set policy and today, pool operators tend to still still march to those same guidelines without understanding the implications of, of newer technology. So education there is important, uh, having them understand that we actually do fit into the policies that are there, um, whether it's residual chlorine or things like that. And then... The other piece uh, is the local variances. Uh, water is a very local thing. Uh, whether you're supplying water for drinking water or wastewater or any other technology you're going after, in the pool space in specific, it's, there are lots of local variances. So uh, some areas require a certain amount of residual chlorine to be found in the water, regardless of whether it's doing anything. That's just the the code. and. You know, we, we, we fit into that environment very well, and we, we still deliver tremendous benefit. The, the issue, though, is each one of those is different. California is different than Colorado. And, and then in certain cases, parts of states are different underneath that. So uh, there, there's a lot of uh, 
localization that has to happen for the product, and and we we're fine with that. But that's just the reality of the market. Sure. Um, real quick, something just popped into my mind, and mm-hmm. is there a benefit to the Clear Comfort system in terms of does it conserve water? Is there is there any way that it that water consumption is reduced through Clear Comfort or versus chlorine treatment, or is is it the same or so swimming pools are pretty water efficient on the whole um especially if you have a cover on them and things like that uh where you're limiting evaporation where we i think have our biggest impact is when one of the things that most pools have to have is what's called a back flush uh, water goes through a filter the the particulate gets trapped in the filter but eventually you have to back flush or rinse out that filter and and the way that's done is by back flush back flushing pool water through the filter running it backwards and then running the water out into a drain uh, or sometimes just off onto the property somewhere when that happens and you're doing it with heavily chlorinated water you're polluting the area around you and you're polluting the water system so one of the things we eliminate is that piece of it and and we we find that to be a, a huge benefit for people who are sustainably minded and want to think about how they're impacting their environment. And we've already gotten customers who are concerned about that. The The other piece is there's not that much in terms of evaporative loss that we change. But in a spa, when a spa water goes bad, they do what's called a, a drain and fill. And Basically, what's happening there is because there's not effective sanitation maintained in the spa, they drain and dump and rinse out the whole spa and then fill it again. Uh, it's a very wasteful way to do things, and, and we can avoid that. Okay, that, that's good to know. I'm um, getting back on kind of the train of thought where we were headed. Uh, I was just gonna kind of wondering where you saw the future of water tech. You know, I, th- I think it's very strong. I think. The, the amount of attention coming to water tech uh, is has brought a amount of attention to the space that I think people are less likely to take for granted their where their water comes from, where their wastewater goes, what water they swim in. Uh, all the aspects around water seem to be getting more and more attention, positive attention. And I think a lot of the investors have learned the lesson that we saw clean tech go through, which was this boom bust phenomenon. And I don't think we're going to see that in the water space. I think what we're seeing is fairly conservative investment applied to well thought out ideas with businesses that can scale. And, and so I, I think water tech is a huge area of, of interest. Um, we're seeing it from all areas, from the Gates Foundation to other places where people are, are seeing this as one of the top priorities in the world. And, and, uh, and we're just a piece of that too. Very interesting. It's, it's really, uh, your product seems to me to be the, a cross between, uh, you know, the clean water that people can swim in and drink and things of that nature. And also the sanitation side from what you were explained about, you know, when you do the drain and fill and things like that. So it's really, uh, an interesting intersection of, of where your product's lying. And I think it's very interesting. So, um, thanks. Oh, you, Hey, you bet. Uh, before we, before we sign off, could you tell folks where they can go to find out more about you and clear comfort? 
Absolutely. The company has our website, www.clearcomfort.com. Uh, we have several ways on the site for you to contact us. We are uh, very responsive and would love to hear from you. You can also reach us by phone at 303-872-4477. Uh, we're very proud to be located in Colorado. All of our manufacturing is here in Colorado, and, um, and we'll continue to do that as we scale. So uh, we appreciate the opportunity to, to talk to you. Oh, terrific. I, I really appreciate your time, Steve. Thanks so much. We'll talk to you soon. Thank you. You bet. Bye. Well, that was my interview with Steve Behrens. Very knowledgeable and a terrific guy. Really appreciated him coming onto the podcast and educating us about the water tech sector and the Clear Comfort product. I had a couple of key takeaways from the interview with Steve. First, I found it interesting the myriad benefits that the technology brings to pool and spa treatment. How the Clear Comfort product can greatly enhance the pool experience at, in all likelihood, a lower total cost to pool operators. And it provides a more comprehensive kill than does chlorine and avoid some of the health risks that are coming to be associated with chlorinated pools. All that's great news, and I'm very curious to see how quickly this technology gets adopted. Second, the flexibility of the technology is fantastic. I'm almost through David Sedlak's Water 4.0, in which Professor Sedlak discusses some of the problems with chlorine treatment for drinking water supplies, and I can't help but be curious about the application of Clear Comfort's technology for drinking water treatment and wastewater treatment before its ultimate discharge, as that also is a big issue. I just find it fascinating how this technology could have impacts far-reaching beyond pools and spas. Third, the water tech sector appears to be going steady. No meteoric rise and then a collapse like what's happened with clean tech. Hopefully that leads to a stable source of capital for water tech. Well, you can check the show notes out for this session at thewatervalues.com forward slash pod 17. And don't be bashful in letting me know what interested you about the interview by leaving a comment on the show notes or by emailing me at david at thewatervalues.com. You can also tweet at me at DTM1993. And finally, if you've been enjoying the podcast, please consider leaving a rating and a review on iTunes and Stitcher and any other podcast directory on which you download the podcast. That'd be so very helpful in spreading the word about the podcast. And don't forget to tell your friends about the podcast and to sign up for the Water Values newsletter, which can be done at thewatervalues.com. Please remember to keep the core message of the Water Values podcast in mind as you go about your daily business. Water is our most valuable resource, so please join me by going out into the world and acting like it. listening to the Water Values Podcast. Thank you for spending some of your day with us. Thank you for tuning into the disclaimer. I'm a lawyer licensed in Colorado and Indiana, and this podcast does not establish an attorney-client relationship with you or anyone else. And information in this podcast should not be considered legal advice. Further, this podcast is not a solicitation for professional employment. I'm just a lawyer who finds water issues interesting and who believes greater public education about water issues is necessary. And that includes enhancing my own education about water issues because no one knows everything about water. Thanks for listening, and we'll talk to you next week.